0: All right, guys, we've got an announcement to make. No, just do it in your English accent. <laughs> All right, guys, we've got an announcement to make. Blue White is teaming up with Harry's to make sure our listeners are shaving comfortably. Mm, Go to com slash blue Wyatt to save $10 on a value trial set, which includes five blade razor with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade. Wow. Ooh rich lathering shave gel mm. Mm. and travel blade cover because we all need that. And a cabbage. No cabbage. you got all that for just $3 Ships right to your door Enough with cheap razors It's totally worth trying Harry's, Gareth So worth it Yeah, so Harry's is fixed shaving By combining a simple, clean design With a quality and durable blades At a fair price So Harry's fair. founders were tired Of paying for razors That were overpriced And overdesigned Just like me and you Do you know, they were so tired They bought a world-class Blade factory in Germany Did you know that? That's been making quality blades For over 95 years That is good Join the 10 million who have tried Harry's. Claim your trial offer by going to harrys.com forward slash blue wire. All of Harry's blades come with a 100% quality guarantee. If you don't love our shave, let them know and they'll give you a full refund. Full refund. A full refund. Again, make sure you go to alexharrys.com slash blue wire to redeem your razor for just $3. $3. $3. $3. Can $3. I shave my poops with it? <laughs> Cool jewel sex tape. No. Yes, cool jewel, jewel sex man. tape. Ah, I got a headache. That sounds oh. like that sounds like uh, city fans to you. I just laughed really hard in it? X-Man United goalkeeper. Gary Bailey was once forced to deny rumours that he had no penis after an Irish journalist. We're just getting an insight into Baker's internet browsing No, 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 no. Do you want me to tell you which one it is? Right, if anyone's listened to this and they think, oh yeah, that's got to be true, you're mental. Dale Winton, oh my god. You look like you've aged five years since you first started this podcast. Welcome to Goal Poster Jumpers, Malta's number one podcast, where we talk mainly football and cabbages. I'm your host, Gareth Baker. I thought I'd actually say who we are for once, so people know whose voice is whose. My voice is the very silky and smooth voice, whereas this big bag of cats opposite me is my co-host, Alex Price. How's it going, mate? I don't like cats. You don't like cats? No. Random. Okay, before we start... I just want to kick off with a um, a public apology, actually, Alex. Okay. Um, Paul Jewell's legal advisors, I haven't Have mentioned they been in this. Touch? They've actually been in touch regarding oh, no. a cease and desist. regard, and this is serious. I'm, oh, I promise you. I knew, I knew it was you going to come. Uh, regarding us discussing his sex tape, what we can't discuss it anymore. We can't. He's a le- can we say alleged sex tape? Um, I can't discuss it right now because of. Obviously it being a legal matter So this is going to be an ongoing thing Yeah We're going to find out kind of like Six months in whether whether we can talk about it again Yeah So Paul if you're listening mate We're really really sorry But the thing is he did have a sex tape And that's pretty cool And it was 100% that he had a sex tape And I'm never going to watch it But Uh, but he also might not have had a sex tape Legally we've got to he might have might, might not have had a sex day Maybe had a sex day So it's been an exciting week for um, GoPost with Jumpers yes. Alex, um, obviously we've now officially signed to the Blue Wire Sports po- uh, Sports Porn Sp- <laughs> <laughs> The Blue Wire Sports Podcasting Network Yes, big shout out to Kevin Mr. Kevin Jones Mr. Kevin Jones um, Yeah, really exciting and it means that people actually care about what we do which is weird. I don't know why. I don't know why this podcast shit. On a scale of 1 to 10 how hungover are you? I'm so fucking hungover man. We are we are dead we're dying. I can't believe I have to record a podcast right now amongst I'm- the 7000 other things I've got to do today. I'm happy to do it. I'm not. I'm really I'm energetic. I'm not. I'm really not. I'm eating an ice lolly in hoping that it- Makes me feel better. So this is going to be a, a, a struggle to get through. What are you saying? Stop doing that into Sorry. the mic, please. Um, put it down. Away okay. from you. Okay. We have a giveaway question. Oh, and the no. giveaway question yeah. is, which wonder kid who plays for Paris Saint-Germain and yeah. has the first name Killian yeah. won the World Cup? Last year That is a tough one Is it Is there a way You can make the question Easier for people to, So they can enter the Is the, that a hard question Is that a hard If you can't get that question Can you just repeat the question Which Kid Who plays for PSG And has the first name Killian Won the World Cup Last year Okay I've got an inkling On who that is But okay. For all our listeners Feel free to enter How are we going to How are they going to enter Um It'll all be on Instagram, mate Instagram Yeah So usually the best, the best way to do it on our giveaways It'll be DM us yeah. on, on yeah. Instagram uh, So, yeah. yeah Good luck Good What's luck. the prize? The prize is stuff You're going to get stuff? Yeah Fuck Now, this is an opportunity not to be missed You'll get stuff if you can correctly answer the question <laughs> <laughs> Random stuff from Alex's house Yes no, there's an actual prize which will be announced on Instagram. So our top five today, mate, what is it? Our top five today, because I'm assuming we're not going to do a would you rather question and we're not going to do a stat question. I could do a I can, I, can, I can do a random would you rather. Okay, off the top of your head? Off the top of my head. Go on. Would you rather lick a piece of wood for the rest of the year yeah. and get £1,000 a day? Or would you rather have the opportunity to engage in this sexual is intercourse is, with yeah. don't cut me off like that sorry mate this is shit would you rather have would you rather that or have yeah. sexual intercourse with a cat for a day but you get 64 million pounds I you know how much I hate cats <laughs> I know that's why I said it is the cat going to be needy and want to stick around uh, it's just for one day uh, yeah, £64 million, I'd take that You'd have sex with a cat for yeah. £64 million Yeah I feel like I think feel, feel like We've definitely broke some ground there Yeah In terms of sports podcasting Yeah Top five Okay, so our top five uh, Top five failed wonder kids Top five failed wonder kids So Did this we? week we've come up with five Sensations that came through Everyone thought they were going to be the next big thing Everyone thought they were going to be the best player in the world and they failed to meet expectations I think it's fair to say 5 the Dutch sensation Royston Drenth yeah that's 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 a good one everyone thought he was going to be the next big thing obviously signing for to Madrid at such a young age and where did he end up? Reading that's
1: I remember he, that. He played
0: for Everton. Yeah. And he didn't... And it, what a sign in that seemed like, and then nothing. But... I think he scored one goal, two goals. The worst part about it is that he started his career off as this extremely exciting winger. Yeah. And he's pretty Full much ended trips. up as a left back. Absolutely lightning. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, he was, he was really exciting. So it was disappointing for Royston Drenth. And I think... He probably at the point where he was sort of milling around Reading Sheffield Wednesday oh in God. the championship, that's where he probably realised it's not gonna it's not gonna happen for him. Ooh. What's number four? Number four is Brazilian Wonder Kids. And actually, to be fair, this one didn't have a bad career. Uh, some of these on our list, they've played for big clubs, but they never they never really reached the heights. And number four is Alexandra Pato. Okay. So obviously he He burst onto the scene. Everyone was talking about him as the next best striker in the world, the replacement for Ronaldo uh, in Brazil's national team. And he did play. He played for Brazil. He played at a high level. And just it never became one of those things. He never scored sort of 20, 30 goals like we'd expect possibly him to do. And he never really lit the world on fire, did he? Yeah, he did. No. Alexander Pato? Yeah, Pato didn't. He scored 51 goals in 120 games for Milan. Is that supposed to be impressive? And 10 goals and 27 for Brazil. 51 goals in how many, however many games? Yeah, but he was a kid. Well, I, know, I see what you're saying, but I would argue that since he broke out on the scene with AC Milan, that's when things went downhill. And he's been riding on his reputation ever since. Yeah. Uh, number three is, oh, this is... This is a sad one. It's, again, another Brazilian forward. It's Atriano. All the attributes to be... Again, another replacement for Ronaldo. He came through at the same time Ronaldo was in in that position and at his peak. So, played for Milan, uh, Inter, sorry, and obviously he looked like an absolute beast. He was strong, quick, brilliant finisher, uh, and he, yeah, he was a beast. But I think obviously what what hindered him is off the field with Adriano. He obviously suffered with depression. He did really struggle, and it kind of ultimately ruined his career. Yeah. He um, if I always remember an associate I'm so hungover. Um <laughs> Adriana with Pro Evolution Soccer six. Yeah. Do you remember that? Pro six so yeah. I don't th- I don't know if you played Pro Evo a lot, but That was his inter Adriano on that game was insane. What's the kit that comes to mind when you think of Adriano? Inter Milan. And are you thinking of that like kind of dark, weird Darker, navy blue? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, that's the yeah. that's the one that I've got in my head. I'm trying to think of the sponsor. Pirelli. That's it. It's always been Pirelli, in it. His father passed away. Yeah. When he was like 24. Yeah. And it really badly affected him, and you know, I I can understand that. Like, players were was, around him at that point, and I've I've seen interviews. Uh, that they couldn't they, they all felt helpless around, around Adriano that they couldn't yeah. help him they he, couldn't get him out of that state it's quite a sad story mate, with Adriano There's, there was that famous picture of him holding up an AK-47 made out of gold yeah. with random gangsters yeah. in Brazilians favela which is literally I mean it's not where you want to be yeah no number two number two that is Adnan Yanazai Yanazai oh. Yanazai Yanazai What a disappointment Yeah What a disappointment Especially from my point of view Because seeing him come through It was kind of the only The only glimpse That we'd seen I I think the the only positive thing Through that era Where he came through Since Fergie left We thought As United fans That we had no hope at that point. We were dropping down the league. We weren't challenging for the title. Yanazai comes through. We've got our academy players back coming through, and we think this guy is going to be sensational. Scored that goal against um, Sunderland. Do you remember that volley? I think no. that's what got that's what got the attention of pretty much all the other supporters. All all the other. Oh, I do. Fans. I do remember it. Comes across, and he just left foot volley, bang into the bottom corner. And that was at a time where United were struggling so much. So he was kind of the only, the only bit of light in a really dark time for United at that point. When he was loaned out, I think you, you started to realise he's probably not going to have a future at United. I can't see him ever recovering really. I think that's that's probably his peak. He's been been at the top clubs, and I think I don't think him he'll go any further. But yeah, really disappointing because I expected him to be the next big thing. What is our number one failed wonder kid, mate? It's Freddie Adu. Who else could it be? Yeah. In all seriousness. When you think failed one of the kids, you think one of the kids, you 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 think Freddie Freddie Adu. It's almost boring to put him number one, but he has to be. He has to be. So if, um, for our younger listeners who aren't familiar with Freddie Adu, at 13 he became the youngest player to play in the Major League Soccer in America. 13 years old. Insane. 13. Insane. Like, there was, there was one there the lad who signed for um uh Bayern Munich came through not so long ago. He was fifteen, Canadian. Fuck me, I can't remember his name. Fifteen year old Canadian, just signed with Bayern Munich, I think, last season or the season before. Came yeah. through at fifteen and he's another kind of that that is a that is a worrying sort of thing if you're gonna be compared to him, but they were comparing him to Freddy it's, it's just crazy. Yeah, so he's thirteen when he played for DC United and you know i remember at the time i was probably 10 yeah and like youtube was just a thing and you know the videos you could see there was raw talent he had the close control um but with with a dude like a 13 years old he was playing with the maturity of a seasoned veteran and at one point got him a 1 million contract with nike you know, he's that's on impressive. every billboard, uh, night ad campaign. Um, you know, the world kind of bought that hype. Yeah. And his last, latest club was Las Vegas Lights. Wow. Las Vegas Lights FC. They took a gamble on him. So, the that's our number one, mate. Freddie Do Yeah. Who so, else? So, what's up next? We've got two lies and a truth. We, unfortunately, have two lies and a truth. Yeah. yeah. Two lies and a truth. Two lies and the truth, Gareth. So two lies and the truth. This week two I'm going to do, and do a something a tr- little bit different. I'm going to read the headlines, and okay. I want you to also try and guess what the story is based off the, that headline. I don't know how a human being would be capable <laughs> of guessing your stories. But I'll I'll read them off. So first story is two-time Super Copper winners, two-time girlfriend, two-time Super Copper winners. Two-time girlfriend I'll give you a clue The two-time Supercopper winners um, It's AS Roma Okay Thanks for the clue So how does that help? Just get a, Hazard a guess What you think the story is. 2 times be. copper Su- winners Two-time girlfriend uh, AS Roma Famously known as The only club To have Literal girlfriends <laughs> Stupid Right I'll give you the is real Is it stupid though? The real one uh, two time sub- Super Cup winners, two time girlfriend. That is, two Roma players are currently unknowingly dating the same girl. The story broke recently when eagle eyed fans noticed that both Marco Antonucci and Salvatore Pazzella posted photos of themselves on holiday with the same girl. That's fucking weird. Two time Super Cup winners, two time girlfriend. Story number two mm. is Bikina Birthday Farce O. Bikina Matata. Burkina birthday farso what do you think that story is Burkina Burkina birthday farso um a football player called Burkina had his birthday and got impaled in his ass with a <laughs> fucking knife <laughs> normally the right way to go how would you expect me to it's not guess? it's Leon forward uh, Maxwell Corne was born on the exact same day as teammate Bertrand Traore this year, however, the club threw a surprise birthday for Corne, forgetting that Traoré shared his birthday. The forward from Burkina Faso was forced to sit through the celebrations <laughs> unacknowledged. <laughs> That's Burkina, birthday Faso. That's not true. Story number three. Can't be. <laughs> One day we'll be ostrich and famous. One day we'll be ostrich and famous. Right, how... How did? Before you've done this feature... Yeah. You generally thought, oh, I'm going to get Baker to try and guess these stories off these headlines. And he might have a go. How did you think that was a viable... I thought, I thought you might know know how my head works by now, but... What was that? Right. One day we'll be ostrich and famous. What do you reckon that is? Um, okay, so here's my guess, <laughs> off the top of my head. A footballer uh, yeah. purchased a ostrich farm. Close. And um, became, in the hopes of becoming wealthy... Hit. A footballer bought an ostrich fan. That's my guess. <laughs> the real story is Ajax currently have two players in their squad who reportedly owe their success to an ostrich. Donny van der Beek and Stan van oh, Bladeren yeah. graduated the Ajax academy as teenagers. Both players mm. regularly visited the Amsterdam Zoo, where they studied the ostrich's running technique. I mean, of course, that was the story. One I feel day stupid be ostrich and famous. for having not guessed that. So we have got the three stories. I'll always ask you to rule out one. Early on, which one do you think? So we start with uh, two-time copper winners, two-time girlfriend. Okay, so... Two players have the same girlfriend. This week, Alex, I've got a surprise. No. Yeah. Okay. This week, I'm not going to guess, okay. and I'm going to quit this feature. You're going to quit the podcast full, t- full stop. I'm going to quit the podcast, I'm going to close my laptop, and walk to a cliff... And this one's not too Jump this off one's, This one's quite easy Burkina, birthday fas- farso, And one day will be ostrich and famous. How are one Those of these true? Stories. I'm not sure I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rule out the ostrich So ostrich is gone Ajax uh, players Donny van der Beek And Stan van Bladeren Do not owe their success I'm to an ostrich I'm going to rule out uh, the, the birthday <laughs> Burkina, birthday far All I can think Have you ever watched Napoleon Dynamite? Kind of uh, There's a scene At the end where Napoleon Dynamite Goes to a school disco yeah. And everyone's dancing And it's um, Forever Young By Alphaville Yeah You know Forever yeah. Young I wanna And he's just sitting there On one of the chairs At the side That's how you're imagining Bertrand Watching Trial people dance yeah. Everyone celebrating It makes birthday. me laugh Thinking that he wouldn't speak up And say Hey guys It's my birthday by the way Oh guys By the way You haven't organised something For my birthday Oh guys It's both of our birthdays And he just sits there With his party With a party hat on his head He's Definitely got a party With hat. a sad Yeah <laughs> So uh, Birthday bikini fashion, You're going to rule that one out Are you? I am So you're going to stick With the two time super couple And his two time girlfriend that's Roma players Both have the same girlfriend Yeah I do I, 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 can, I can imagine that happening And I want it to be true Because it's fucking hilarious It's horrible If true No Right Oh well I'll tell you the answer Okay At the end of the show At the end of the show Good I'm glad We're doing that The like, answer actually is No we said but, the end of the show No okay. At the end of the show Okay, find out the answer to two lies and the truth at the end of the show. That's what you should say. Next up, we have... The Twat List. Twat. Twat. You are my fire, the one desire believe when I say... I want it it's twat way. way. The twat list. Welcome to the twat list, ladies and gentlemen. Alex, do you want to explain to them what the twat list is whilst I eat this pizza? Yes. Because I'm hungover and I want it yet. So, the twat list is where Baker chooses someone in the world of football that he thinks is a twat. Not necessarily someone who is a twat, but who Baker thinks is a twat. Uh, he will then give me three cryptic clues. For me to try and guess who he's chosen Normally these clues Make you want to kill yourself And I'm sure This week's no different So do you want to kick it off? This, You said then That they're not necessarily twats This person Is An absolute twat Your opinion And it's very controversial Oh okay Oh no I'm not ready for it Yeah if, Go on. It's um if pizza's really good by the way. What are you what are you gonna kick it off with then? Your first clue? Um I'm wondering how bad that sounds for people listening. Awful. What eating into the mic? Awful. Yeah, awful. Yeah. So clue number one A type of French car that is usually associated with 40 year old women or unfortunate. 17-year-olds who have inherited their 40-year-old mother's car after just passing their test recently. Longest clue ever. I've got it, by the way. Huh? I've got it. No, you haven't. Yeah, I have. (laughs) Go on, carry on. Clue number two. (laughs) This podcast is an absolute sugar delight. I just hope it doesn't make us into public enemies. Do you still have it? Yeah, but I'm trying to figure out how... I mean, I've definitely got it, but I'm trying to figure out how you... what that clue is in my You might not have it, mate. Really? Yeah, you might not have it, just... What's that clue again? Clue number two. This podcast is an absolute sugar delight. I just hope it doesn't make us into public enemies. Okay. Oh, more eating into the mic. Good, good. What's clue number three? Clue number three. I can only apologise. Please. Do you know what? I'm not even sorry. You know when someone... Did uh, Did your parents ever tell you not to eat you with your... Talk with your mouth full? Yeah. Right. So, you're doing a podcast and you're eating with your mouth full. And talking with your mouth full. Clue number three. What that Fergie bird said before she told me... To- <laughs> it bad (laughs) come on get it out no I haven't read these notes since I wrote them Uh, what that what that Fergie (laughs) what that Fergie said before she told me not to funk with her heart oh my god (laughs) yeah I've definitely got it really yeah have you actually got it? Yeah, of course I have Right, but This one's easy It's not It is It's not I think everyone's going to get this Which is actually quite a, quite a nice change of pace Because normally I don't even know where to start with these People get it way too easily Because it's such a good feature And really easy Yeah, that's it That must be it no, So got you it think you've got Defin- it? Definitely I'll I'll tell you what my what I think it is Right at the end of the show When you reveal it But yeah, I think I've got it this week This week I want you to see If you've I want you to tell me Oh really? Yeah. Okay. So my at Answer the end of the is... show. You're crazy. Crazy am I? We'll see whether I'm crazy or not. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, fellow members of the University of Jumpers and esteemed colleagues. I am Professor Gareth Baker and welcome to Football Frankenstein. I have here today. The Head of Sciences for Reasons of Jumpers, Dr. Angus Berger. Hello, Hello, Doctor. Hello, hello, everybody. Um, This week's uh, experiment, ladies and gentlemen, is entitled Big Mouth Strikers Again. Very interesting. Which is a famous Smith song, of course. Right, hold on. Yes, Dr. Angus Berger. Explain exactly what you have to do (laughs) in this feature. (laughs) Doctor, before we kick off, I'd like our audience to get to know you right. better and your credentials. Okay. You, of course, won the Nobel Prize of Science for... What was it um, again? Uh, science-related activities. But what did he Scottish do? Scottish science-related activities. Right, so what... Very serious matters. <laughs> My Scottish accent's terrible. <laughs> so, uh, Doctor... Um, you did ask what I do in this uh, ex- for this experiment, and ladies and gentlemen of the University of Jumpers, I just want to quickly explain that we use um, Football Manager, a popular football simulation game, to conduct experiments. They're not the only popular. There are other games available. <laughs> Thanks, thanks, doctor. I want to pigeonhole everyone (laughs) to have to play one game when there's plenty of other games to play. No, that's fair enough. That's an important point. Okay, carry on. (laughs) (laughs) This is going very well. Um, yeah, so hence the name Frankenstein Football. I want to try and make an experiment that is that perfectly, ma- kind of makes people say, oh my god, I can't believe that happened, but it's also expected. Right. In that kind of regard. Anyway, right. so, I <laughs> don't know how I'm supposed to do this feature with. Uh, so my hypothesis, uh, Dr. Berger. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've just heard that name out loud for the first time. Wait, why are you not Scottish anymore? Oh, Sorry. <laughs> I just heard the name. So, my hypothesis. For this University of Jumpers accredited experiment, I wanted to do something I've always wanted to see materialise for a long time through reading Twitter. There's a certain someone on Twitter... That I absolutely detest This person who I've chosen to be my subject For my football Frankenstein Is well known for being a complete and utter Neanderthal And hacking dead people's phones That person of course is Piers Morgan The amount of times I've seen Piers Morgan Criticise Arsenal players and management Followed by hundreds of fans saying He couldn't do any better Well I wanted to see if he actually could do any better plain there's and simply no way you've got piers morgan on that game there's not a chance well dr berger plain and simply i made a football do you feel like you're really in deep with this scottish accent now I, like, <laughs> I don't know if i can stop <laughs> well dr berger plain and simply i made a footballer in the football manager universe called piers morgan and started him every single game is he fat? in a premier league season is he fat so the results of the experiment. Do I want to. I want to say first and foremost that I want you to. Well, Do you want me n- to give you my opinion on what's going to happen? Yeah. That's sorry, sorry okay. doctor. That's going to be tough to get through with my Scottish accent, uh, but I'll give it a go. Uh, so I. Why think is it tough to speak with your own voice? I'd like to know what position, Piers Morgan's going to play. Striker, hence right. big mouth strikers again Oh, right, okay uh, I think he'll be terrible I think he'll be diabolical I think he'll be awful And I think he'll be uh, I, I think he'll be uh, forced to train with the academy uh, The younger kids And eventually sold I don't think he'll last the season If that's what you're, ass- you're, you're asking me I regret this so much. <laughs> right, tell me the results of the experiment, Gareth. I'm very intrigued. So, I just want to, t- I just want to tell you his stats. So, <laughs> dribbling. If uh, for anyone, for anyone who does doesn't know Football Manager. The stats are out of 20. I'm finding it so hard to talk. Hey. The stats are out of 20. You're finding it hard to talk. <laughs> I've lost myself. <laughs> so, dribbling is one. Hey. First touch, one. Awful. Passing, one. Terrible. Technique, one. Diabolical. Decisions, one. Composure, Awful. one. Teamwork, one. Vision, one. Acceleration, One agility, one aggression, twenty determination, twenty, and purely down to the fact that he's so determined. Attitude's very good to be an absolute tosspot, right? So the results, yeah, right? Are you excited? Yeah, after, after you Gareth. Okay, so just to clarify. I essentially got a random nu- random player renamed them to Piers Morgan. Added his weight, height and at- uh, attributes as I said as a- what I deemed accurate not just in Premier League football but football in general. The first thing I done, Football Manager has a section for players where uh, they have dislike players and favourite players. And I put dislike players Aaron Ramsey 100 out of 100. So you P- know Piers Morgan yeah. famously Hates our Ramsey Al Ramsey um, didn't shake his hand. Yeah. So throughout the season, I I just want to do one full season, every single week I received an email regarding Piers Morgan raising fitness concerns. <laughs> no of way. Course. There's a of shit in the woods. Hey. Of course he raised fitness concerns, you know. Like he's a he's fat. Hey. Have you seen that photo of him on a sunbed? Hey. Gross. Yeah. P- <laughs> okay. So the best part about it is that Piers Morgan refused to get better the whole season. I'm not surprised. His stamina remains. Is is mean attribute as a, a, a personality. The best. So, I'm not surprised at that. The at best all. thing for this feature is if you talked less. I think you're right because I'll try and keep my mouth shut. <laughs> Yeah, so his stamina remained (laughs) at 1 out of 20. He was not part of a single social group in the dressing room. This is true, by the way. Like, this is why Football Manager is genius. He was not part of a single social group in the dressing room. In game, it says, Morgan recognises that his lack of support is down to this. I don't know if this is actual genius from Football Manager because literally everyone at Arsenal hates him they don't want to socialise with him like and that is so true like that would I feel like that would actually happen two weeks into the season Arsenal legend Patrick Vieira got in touch with the Arsenal Van Zijn right. this is a game yeah so, Vera in demands more from Morgan. So, speaking to the fanzine, former Arsenal man Patrick Vera, Vera singled out Piers Morgan for criticism, claiming that a player of his calibre should be performing much better. Right. So, Patrick Vera thinks that Patrick, Piers Morgan, he had, high, he had high expectations for Piers Morgan, and he's not meeting them. Could he be a failed wonder kid at some point? How old is he? Piers Morgan is definitely not a failed wonderkid. How old is he on the game? His age. How old? 56, 50. I think. Oh, that's far too old. Far too old. That's far too old. He's far too old. Far too old. <laughs> He's far too old to play. Fart told. Fart told. Fart. Another popular headline, of course, was Goalless Morgan worries Arsenal fans. I mean, what the fuck were they expecting? What the fuck were they expecting? Did he actually score at any point? What the fuck were Did he Arsenal actually fans? score at any point? I'll get to that at the end. Okay. He's you're very keen. I understand that, Doctor, but the guy literally got knocked out by Jeremy Clarkson. Okay, and that reminds me of a time back when I was in Aberdeen, and we were going to this uh, party. And uh, where are you going with this? I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> carry on, Gareth. Yeah, so the guy literally got knocked out by Jeremy Clarkson. So what were they expecting? Right. Like, normally a player. Um, In football manager, by the way, has a lot of entries in their milestone section. The player has a milestone section, and uh, such as like um, player of the week and uh, player of the month, won this, won that, scored um, is like 10 goals in a game, or won the Welsh player of the year, or the African player. There's definitely not a Welsh player of the year, Um, but no. Literally none. I'm not surprised. None. Not surprised one bit. Nothing. Not at all. Do you want to know the stats? Please. Okay, so Piers Morgan played 37 games for Arsenal in the Premier League. Impressive. He got three goals. Terrible. Zero assists. Diabolical. He got player of the match in one game. And an average rating of 6.52 out of 10. So. As with these experiments, I always ask you, Dr. Angus Berger, um, is it a successful experiment? Like, Are you surprised? What are your thoughts on that experiment? I think, like you said, uh, probably the less I comment, the better, especially when I've got this accent. So I'm just going to call it, and I'll I'll deem it a, a Franken-fail, because uh, Morgan, obviously not a very good signing or f- footballer. Uh <laughs> So no, I so think would you say Frank and Fail? Would you not say it's a successful Frankenstein football uh, um, experiment, though? I like the idea. I just were you surprised by the six point five two? You could 10? stop asking me questions because that's really testing my uh, Scottish accent. But were you surprised by the six point five two rating? That's actually way quite better. Impressive. I'm gonna be honest. I was disappointed. I wanted him to literally have like a four rating. I wanted him to score Win zero goals, and I I literally wanted to read a story about the Arsenal players tearing, uh, Piers Morgan's limbs off, Aye. uh, boiling them down into a soup, and feeding it to the, his family. Aye, that's very dark. Gareth, uh, Frankenstein football. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you. Uh, look forward to doing the one next week. And I, I don't. Thank, thank you for um, thank you. joining me, Doctor Berger. Doctor Berger, no, no problem. I'm all ears, Baker. Okay, uh welcome to Football Scoop. I have Alex Price back with me now. Hello. How's it going? Uh, not too bad. I hear you had a an esteemed guest on you. I did. Dr. I had Dr. Dr. Berger. Berger. He was here. Yeah. Yeah, he came I I in. I heard he wasn't very uh, talkative. No, he was he's embarrassed about his voice. He's yeah. self-conscious about yeah. his voice. Yeah. So Football Scoop, uh, this what you is got where got this week? You are so keen. I'm describing what exactly. it is. Football Scoop uh, is where I uh, go into the best stories in the world of football, current or in the past. Um, just, just It's kind of like where I just talk about football, I guess. Mm. Just not transfers. Yeah. You look really excited. I am excited. Oh. What have you got? Because okay. I, I like a lot of the times you'll come to me with things that I've not heard before, so I'm always in, intrigued to see what you come up with. Okay, so um, this this week I've got a uh, interview with Neil Warnock is going to be our first story to kick it off. Here's, uh, okay. if you could put your headphones on, that'd okay. be great. Um, an interview with Neil Warnock. Yeah, so Cardiff manager Neil Warnock gives so an update on any potential transfer business his side may do before the window closes. I think everyone loves a good Neil Warnock story, and this is what he. Responded. I'd rather wait and try and get my main targets. It's uh, that's a really tough first month you've got as well, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they taking my photograph off the stadium. I hope that's not a bad sign. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that's not a bad sign, Rob. <laughs> a tough month and my photograph gone. <laughs> so that's Neil Warnock uh, talking about his first. His first month of the season and who he's brought in, yeah. to the club. He hasn't made he hasn't made too many signs. Obviously, made. Did you not find that funny, by the way? What? Just to give you a I, bit of context, I'm not they've a big literally a Warnock. If I'm honest, okay, don't know how uh, they took. Because there was I'm a big, a there was a big image of Neil Warnock on the outside of the stadium, yeah. and they've taken it down. Was Hence, why he said that. Right, I see. Like, he said, yeah, do you I know don't know. What? I, I've never. Never been really a big fan of Neil Warnock. I, he's wait, the best. An experiment for everyone at home. If you want to look at Neil Warnock, take your hands and kind of grip it in like a claw sort of motion, and there it is. It's Neil Warnock. <laughs> See, wait, I'm doing it now. It looks exactly-, <laughs> exactly the same. What? My hand looks like Neil Warnock. Look at that. <laughs> Oh yeah, anyway, sorry. <laughs> it looks exactly... What do you mean anyway? How do we move on for this? I don't know. Neil, Neil, Warnock Warnock is, about- Neil Warnock is here with us now. Uh, <laughs> Neil Warnock, say hello. <laughs> he's um. He's obviously prepared... He's shy. Prepared well for the, for the new season and I think a lot of people are looking at Cardiff as potential to go straight back up because they haven't made too many changes. They've got a consistent team. It was close for them getting relegated last season so there's obviously quality enough there to get points and especially in... In the championship, so you know, good luck to Cardiff. But Neil Warnock, will he? Will he? That's a good question. Will he last the season? It's yes, his last, it's his last season, I'm assuming. 100%. Before he retires, yeah, yeah. So, number two, story number two dog saves Man United. So, Jim McNichol and Bryn the dog is uh, I've got a photo of them here. Um, so, the story essentially, um, the club. Under the microscope here is Torquay United, not the one in Manchester. Right. So, kind of real people in there. When I said dog saves United, yeah, because it's Torquay United. Yeah. So down by two 0 at half time, Torquay United needed to salvage something from the game if they intended to stay up and not become the first team to get relegated from f- the football league in 1987. Jim McNichol pulled one back just after half time from a deflected free kick. A ray of hope was now visible, but what happened next was something no one could have predicted. As scorer McNichol ran towards the touchline to chase a dying boar. A German Shepherd came out, out of nowhere and bit the former right back. Apparently the dog named Brint thought that the defender was running in to attack his handler and hence gashed McNichols' legs with its teeth. The fullback was down for five minutes and uh, f- there were five minutes added on and as luck would have it Paul Dobson scored the equaliser in the final minute of added time which was just about enough to keep Torquay United up. 17 stitches and three holes on Jim McNichols' leg was perhaps worth the pain. So that is a dog saving Talking United, saving Talkie United from, wow, from stuff, from stuff. So the dog obviously uh, got man of the match. Yeah. Did yeah. he get sent off? The yeah, the referee sent the dog off. He got a red card. No, he just like just sent him off. Like, can you get off the pitch because you're a dog? And the dog went, oh sorry, I'm yeah, not supposed oh, to be here. Oh, oh, was I not supposed oh, to be here? Was hit? I not? Oh, okay, I'll go back. Oh right. So a dog literally saved thought, Talkie United because wow. I thought I could. So was it was the. As a German Shepherd in the stadium, or back yeah, then was, back, that, back was, then it was then kind that was kind of like normal. just it was a, it was a long time ago. People were different then. Yeah, their dogs, dogs were in different. Stadiums. Then. Number three story. Number three. Ronaldo amuses himself with prozzies. in two thousand and eight. Original Ronaldo. So in two thousand and eight, Bra- Brazilian World Cup winning striker Ronaldo found himself in hot water over a scandal involving prostitutes or ladies of the night or sex workers as they like to be known whores okay oh. that was wrong That's to say another word for so while recovering in his homeland after Sluts. surgery the, stop doing it while recovering in his homeland after <laughs> surgery the then AC Milan player was caught up in a sex scandal with three prostitutes after booking into a motel with them, Ronaldo said he discovered the hookers were actually men. Oh, Ronaldo no. allegedly. Really? uh Yeah, ale- so Ronaldo oh, no. alleged theft and extortion of $30,000, while one of the prostitutes counterclaimed that Ronaldo threatened him and used drugs, which the striker denied. A pleaf chief said, by the way, which is the best part of this story, Ronaldo said he just wanted to amuse himself. That's not a crime. <laughs> That's what the. Policeman said, so he's obviously "That's not a crime. Fight. yeah Theft and extortion of thirty thousand. That's not a crime. He wanted to please himself. Oh he just wanted to have fun. Yeah, come on, like I'm alone. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. So those are my three stories, mate. Do you enjoy that? Yeah, I did. You did. It was nice being English again. Yeah, yeah. Being myself. I mean, what? What do you mean? No, nothing. Okay, football scoop Welcome to the end of the show. Welcome to the end of the show. Uh, we've this got is the it. part of the you've show it. where it ends. You're, you've been struggling with your hangover, but you've, you've got through it. This was the worst episode we've ever recorded. I'm interested to hear how people kind of review this. They're gonna hate it. Yeah, they're gonna hate it. Just as much. I as I think mainly did. the the Scottish doctor will probably be the the final nail in the coffin. But also Hangover eating into a mic. It's not been a. It's not been our proudest. I think thirteenth episode. It was unlucky. This is it. We've we've is- we've we've adhered to it. We've we've we got pissed. There we are. You know. We just didn't give a shit, we just thought, whatever, this is going to be a bad episode. We've got a few things to wrap up, Gareth. We've got the twat list to wrap up. We've got Two Lies and a Truth as well. Yeah. So, which one do you want to do first? I want to do Two Lies and a Truth. Okay, Two Lies and a Truth. I'll just recap on the stories, and then I'll tell you which one it is. We haven't got long. We haven't got long. So, it is First story, two-time Supercoppa winners, two-time girlfriend. That's two Roma players are currently unknowingly dating the same girl. The story broke recently when eagle-eyed fans noticed that both Mirko Antonucci and Salvatore Pazzella posted photos of themselves on holiday with the same girl. Then you've got story number two, Burkina birthday Farso. That's Leon forward Maxwell Corne was born on the exact same day as teammate Bertrand Traore. This year, however, the club threw a surprise birthday for Corne, forgetting that Traore shared his birthday. The forward from Burkina Faso was forced to sit through the celebrations unacknowledged. And then the final story is one day we'll be ostrich and famous. Ajax currently have two players in their squad who reportedly owe their success to an ostrich. Donny van der Beek and Stan van Bladeren graduated the Ajax Academy as teenagers. Both players regularly visited the Amsterdam Zoo where they studied the ostrich's running technique. So we had those three stories. You went with the 2 time Ming girlfriend uh, from Roma. The answer... Yeah, is yeah two times Super Cup winners, two time girlfriends. You Get got it right in. this week. You got it right. The Get so in. two Roma players, uh, one's nineteen, one's twenty. Both went on holiday. Both posted photos on Instagram of themselves with the same girl. The same girl. That's so bad. And uh, they were. It was brought to their attention by the Roma fans. I'm assuming. So yeah. That's I mean, she's so playing the field. How th- how many other footballers has she got a on twat. the strings? I mean, what a twat. Yeah. She could be on the twat list if she was she in football, I guess. Talking of twat list. Go for it. That's a good story, by the way. That was a good Two Lies and Truth. Thanks. I like that. Thanks. Mainly because I got it right. You got it right. And talking of getting things right, I think I've got your twat list. Okay. I don't think. I know. Okay, so the twat part. list. So clue number one. It's the type of French car that is usually associated with 40-year-old women or unfortunate 70-year-olds who've inherited the 40-year-old mother's car after passing their test. Now, I thought what do you that, think that was? was a possibly a Renault Megane. Okay, I can confirm you're right. Yes. Clue number two. This podcast is an absolute sugar delight. I just hope it doesn't make us into public enemies. Now, that one I struggled with. Well, what are sugar delight and public enemy? I knew I, kn- I know the name, but I don't know where you've got... What a Public Enemy and Sugar Delight. Uh, Surely. Sweets. Oh, my God. Uh, Do you not know music? Do you not know music? Oh. Do you not know music? Okay, well, I, I knew it was rap, but I didn't public know Public Enemy. You, I don't know how you got the rap in. No, you didn't. You thought it was food. You thought yeah. Public Enemy was food. No, you said something about Sugar Delight. Pub- okay, but then uh, grouped in with Public Enemy, okay. and you think... But also not all fifty-six. And remember the good old days of rap. Some people are younger. Okay, so that was rap. So that's rap. I and mean, what the Fergie bird said before she told me not to no, funk no, with her no, hat. No, no, don't funk with my yeah. Mm-hmm. Megan Rapinoe, baby. So she's your You're twat. Now I will agree. Baby. I will agree with your twat this week. Yeah, I'm glad you do, do because you know what, I, for some reason, some people don't think she's a twat. Wow, I can't so For some this. reason, people think that it's chauvinistic to call Megan Rapinoe a twat. I think if you're a woman or you're a man, if you're gay, you be if a you're twat. straight, you can be a twat. Yeah. Like, we can't just protect everyone because... So, like, the, the community that was actually backing her, there was a lot of, kind of, the LGBT community mm. and a lot of feminists backing her. Mm. And they backed her off the back of that video where she signed that autograph for the kid... And then looks away in doesn't the most even, no. arrogant way. doesn't even look at the kid. She doesn't even look at the kid. No. She signs it, passes it back. The most arrogant way. Now I think, now I think this is I just I want to make who defended her is irrelevant. Like it doesn't matter if like they were feminists or part of the LG. It's the the people who were defending her, essentially their argument was um yeah, that's she's she's not arrogant. No, Based but, off the no, video, no. she's not, it's the most arrogant thing I've ever no, seen. No, that wasn't that wasn't the defense. The defense that annoyed me was that oh, so Ronaldo can do this and no one gets up in arms because he's a bloke and he's straight. Or um, mm. we've got Zlatan Ibrahimovic calling himself like kind of a, what does he say a, a Porsche amongst Fiats or something like that? A Look, Ferrari amongst Fiats. Yeah, this is very different. If Megan Rapino did things that about 60, 70 million people could also do. She, her standard of football is the same as possibly a lower league footballer now and a, a semi-pro footballer. So to have that arrogance, you have to back it up. Zlatan can back it up. Cristiano Ronaldo can back it up as some of the best players that have ever lived. Megan mm. Rapino, fuck yourself. You can't back that up. That's what annoyed me. And I'm all for like w- like women's football, fair play to them. But let's not let's not get kind of lost here. She is a bang average player in a Sunday league team. Ooh. That's my opinion. Yeah, well, you're entitled that's to your my opinion. opinion. So for her to, to I don't, walk I don't, around I don't, like I don't, she's fucking Cristiano Ronaldo or Lionel Messi. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily agree with that. Like, I know that's an opinion. It's a shared opinion. Bollocks. A lot of people hold that opinion. I, don't, I think, in terms of her sport, she's probably the best like player. Is she? Like so. There can be a certain sense of arrogance when you are the best at your sport. Women's football is a separate sport from men's sport, but I agree. Um, That's why you I don't know like it's the arrogance. The, yeah the the exposure around women's football has only just became prominent. Really, Do you know what it is. It's not arrogance. I, I absolutely have no problem with arrogance. It's the way she did that when it's a kid. Now you'll see yes Zlatan might call himself this but get him in front of a kid and he's posing taking photos and he's happy he's smiling he's making that kid's day Cristiano Ronaldo you've seen countless videos of him doing exactly the same yeah. they have arrogance but then when it comes to kids like that that act goes yeah do you know what I mean whereas she tries to I mean okay. no I you could do, talk forever. so you agree with my twat list yeah she's a twat you could talk forever on that subject mate you could start a C list I just want I just want the listeners to know well. we don't dislike women's football at all. Um it's a credible sport. It's we just I think we believe that anyone can be called a twat, women or male, or gay, or straight, doesn't matter, black, white, whatever. And Megan Rapineau is definitely a twat. Yeah, and women's football Bulldog. shit. Full stop. Okay. <laughs> I have to edit that out. No, I'm Okay, so what have we learned this week? We've learnt that Megan Rapinoe's a twat. We've learnt that two Roma players are currently dating the same girl. Actually, as I'm, I mean, I've learnt, probably not. More importantly, Piers Morgan can't be a footballer. Piers Morgan can't make it as a footballer, but he can score goals. He scored three goals. He scored three goals. And a dog saved a football team. So there we go, mate. An end of, end of another, the room. Another yeah. top five. the Freddie Adu, big shout out to Freddie Adu. Big shout-out to uh, Adriano. Because Freddy oh. Do and Adriano are definitely listening to this. Yeah. And, yeah, we'll see you again next week when we're actually not hungover and we're back on form. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I guess. No guarantees. All right, so, you later, guys. Bye. Bye. Um, did you want to say something before we left? Just before we... No, it's fine. No, no, okay. You're okay. No, no. I just need to think if I want to say something else. No, I don't. No. Okay, sure. like da